Hard 90s Podcast. I'm Thomas Agler. This is Connor Curley. Welcome back to the show. So, Connor, what you got going on for today? Um, nothing much. I'm just going to see my sister in Pennsylvania after we finish up here. Um, just for the weekend before I move down to school. So that should be fun, see the nieces and nephews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uncle Connor? Yep, that's me, Uncle Connor. And you're moving down to 26th? 25th. 25th. Um, yeah, but I think that's most of my room. I think all of us, us four in the, the dorm are moving in that day. So I'll mm-hmm. see my guys. All on the same day? Yeah. It's going to be pretty busy? I think we're separated. So I move in at 10 to 12. It's like two hour time slots, I think. So I moved 10 to 12, someone's like 8 to 10, and then the other two were like later in the day. But yeah, we'll see each other. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Everyone's been gone from college for a while. Mm-hmm. Trying yeah. to get back, see the boys. I saw my one roommate like a few weeks ago in New Jersey. I drove up, but that's all. That's the only person I saw. The other two are in Virginia Beach. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they already live down there? Yeah, so they they're, like 30, they're like 30 minutes away. Oh, yeah, wow. so. They don't really need to move that much stuff in because they could just go home whenever they want. But yeah, yeah. Where you're, you're going in on Sunday? Yeah, I'm going in on Sunday. Yeah, the 23rd JMU. Tom's going to Big Boy College. Yeah, <laughs> from from uh, uh, step like, up from five thousand to what? no, dude. I thought it was. They said on the website five thousand Eastern University. What's what's JMU's enrollment? Twenty. Oh my god. Twenty-two thousand. Yeah. Oh no. my gosh. But what I was saying, like. 5,000, that's what it said on the website. Mm. 1,200 at the school. Only 1,200. So, so 5,000 are off campus or online? Yeah, it seemed like it was like masters only. Maybe that's what oh I got it wrong. But it was 1,200 students in total. So it's like... Big jump for Tommy Boy. Big jump. 20 times the size. But it's like familiar faces all over the mm. place. It's just funny to see. Like I know who's with who. I know the friend groups. There are only certain. There are only like four friend groups in the same grade, so it's like the same thing. I'm sure. Years. I'm sure it'll be a little bit like Eastern. I'm sure there's a little small feel to it. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's still pretty big. Twenty thousand yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff to do in Harrisonburg. We got hiking. Got football. Well, we used to have football. Not anymore. Yeah. Downtown Harrisonburg is pretty cool. I think. Yeah, it's, it's a good place. It's a popping college town. Yeah, I heard there's like a, a what do you call it, chicken factory or something? Chicken factory? <laughs> I think, well, there's like, um, in downtown Harrisonburg, mm-hmm. I heard there's, I don't know, they make chickens or like they, they cut up chickens over there. So oh, like, like a poultry factory? Yeah, there we go. Poultry factory or a paper mill. I might get it mixed up. But there's a poultry mill, or a... Yeah, no, poultry, po- factory. Yeah, poultry factory. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just slice and dice the chicken to yeah. get them ready. And then you smell it in the fall, and it's like all foggy over Ooh, there. That, that's a little. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, we have a paper plant by us, though. That's it. That does smell weird. Mm-hmm. It's like 30, 30 minutes away, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> so today we're out on Jim Muller Field once again mm-hmm. in the dugout. It's our last last podcast here before we have to like FaceTime I think I know I don't know (laughs) how are we gonna yeah we'll we'll probably just FaceTime I guess and record the FaceTime yeah we can yeah I guess we can record the FaceTime Mm -hmm. I use this app called Anchor app and it's free Mm -hmm. and so uh, we just talked to Coach Dwyer earlier Coach Dwyer is a a dad of he's a legend yeah he's a legend he's a dad of um one of our ex-teammates in high school he's actually one of the coaches at Fairfax High School Mm -hmm. Uh, shout out to Jason Dwyer who just committed to yes, sir, Eastern yes, Mennonite University's catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Good for Jason. Yeah. He's a hard worker. He deserves it. Uh-huh. That man always talks on the field. Captain of the field. That's mm -hmm. a catcher. That's always good to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, we were just talking about the podcast earlier because he's just wondering, are you guys going to come out weekly? <laughs> or, like, is there a schedule? There's no schedule, ladies and gentlemen. I know. We just kind of... It's a surprise. Go with the flow. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come at you <laughs> out we're, of the blue. We're not going Monday, Monday. Freaking could go Monday, Friday. We ain't got no schedule. Yeah. It is anyway. So, uh, I hit up Marv Training. Mm. So, Marv Training actually followed the Hard 90s podcast, and then I followed him back. And so, Marv Training is like Jager Bands. Give him a background, yeah. Where, where is he located? You said he's in Arizona State? Well, he is a, like a hitting, not, it's something along the lines of hitting, mm -hmm. but not a hitting coach yeah. at Arizona State University, and he used to play at East Tennessee State. Mm. And he was just a, he raked it up over there. He was a good hitter. And he's, um, he also is like into quarterback training. So with the bands and he knows how to throw the ball well, more efficient. Movement and stuff. Yeah, movement, like kinesiology. And that's what I'm going to take. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just finding the best ways to be more efficient in whatever sport you're doing. It's just, you know, you see it, you analyze, and then you try to produce the best results. Mm -hmm. You got some bands for us to show the audience? Yeah, so I hit him up. And then because he was saying, you know, I can, like, he gives out bands for free to minor leaguers and for coaches. He's trying to grow his business. Yeah. I think he's in the beginning stage. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to just expand, get his name out there. And I like the bands. They're pretty cool. Um, yes. They're pretty, they're pretty much like exercise bands, but the, the grip is, I don't know. It's not, like, different, but it, it feels different. Like, it, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. But it's like, yeah. because you're used to the Jager bands, right? right? And then you, do, you don't really know how to hold bands as it is, like an exercise band, like a flat one, like a TheraBand, or yeah. like with a tubing, because uh -huh. otherwise it's going to be like a 90 degree angle. So you hold it here, right? and then the band goes out like this. But, yeah. uh, so I'll just show you guys the bands. This show is the Marv first. Training. Yeah, yeah. Marv Training. So it came in this yeah. package, and you got them out here. So here it is. So it's like Jager bands. But it's uh, these are just basically bands just to help you warm up your arms and stuff, get re get loose, get ready for the game, just so you're not mm -hmm. tight. And they're, they're pretty neat. I think that's a pretty good product. I mean, we yeah. got them for free, but we got them for yeah, free. So he's uh, just pay the shipping and that's all. But this is pretty good. It's like a thirty percent more effective, and that's what is stated on the website. Thirty <laughs> percent more effective than traditional bands. They felt really good though. I mean, they yeah, really straight out of the box. I mean, um, MARV stands for multi-angular rotating vector. Mm. And uh, I listened to one of his podcasts that he was on, and the guy asked, why is it called MARV? And he <laughs> said, well, I didn't want to pay $15,000 in order to change the name, so MARV was already named the handle, so he just kept it like that. It's a simple name. Yeah, simple name. So, yeah, we can use this for hitting, getting the timing up, so if I attach the band here, <laughs> like, or attach the band to Connor, then I can do my load, or I can just do internal external rotation yeah but it's a good deal honestly mm -hmm. got it for free which is nice a little so, product placement yeah <laughs> hopefully our future sponsor yeah get the word out there shout out to marv <laughs> is it, i thought his name was marv his name's actually caleb oh that's a little different <laughs> yeah so his name's caleb longley so arizona state university hitting and then uh east tennessee state University alumni.
Interesting. Yeah. So it's just Connor and I out here. Mm -hmm. Logan moved out. Uh, Logan yeah. was on our second episode. He moved out mm. to Tech Today. He's probably never going to make a return on the podcast again. <laughs> um, unless we force him. Yeah. Shot wood. But yeah, he's down at Tech. He'll have fun, probably. I think all his classes are online, so I don't know how much really? fun he'll have. But I know his mom was like, I don't care if it's all online, you're still going to stay down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At, at Tech. But uh, we're gonna try to meet up whenever we can. Yeah, I'll come down to JMU for a, few, a weekend too. Yeah, I, mean, I got nothing else going on. Uh -huh. It's not like I'm traveling for football. Yeah, just working out, mm -hmm. doing team workouts, team conditioning. Yeah. We're doing like really small groups though, so it's gonna be weird because they said like we're only gonna do our position. And, like offensive line only has like fifteen guys maybe. Mm -hmm. It's not well. I mean, you got what five guys on the line usually, so you got. Five starters, ten bench players usually. But I mean it's just a small group, so it'll probably be nice we'll get more more connected. I think we'll we'll flow better as the offensive line and unit, if that makes sense. Yeah. We'll know each other better. Yeah. Uh -huh. we'll just get to know each other more. But yeah. I think it I I don't know. I think we always talk about the sports I feel like. I think we've we always talk about the same thing and how COVID affects like NCAA and stuff, but I don't know. I th I think this year, just looking on it, it'll be good for us. It, I mean I don't know if we would have been ready for the season, just how we played last season. We had a terrible record. But you always got to have faith. You just got to keep on working through it. But um, anyways, I think it'll be good because it gives us, like, an extra year to prepare pretty much. Yeah. And, I mean, all the teams are in this situation. So whoever takes the most advantage of it is probably going to come out of it the best. So, uh -huh. yeah. Mentally, you're going to get stronger. Oh, yeah. Mentally, physically. Oh, yeah. You got to make the gains. <laughs> you got to make the gains. I listened to this one podcast with Eric Cressy and Kevin Euclid. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kevin Euclid, oh yeah, my gosh. Kevin Euclid, the guy that bats like this, he's got Old one Red hand Sox up top, boy. and then he goes. But he was saying, like, mentally he takes a break in the off season, mm -hmm. and then when spring training hits, he ramps just, it up. Yeah, he ramps it up. He, that's when he. That's the first time he does live VP ever since the season ended. Mm -hmm. So he's taking a break mentally, and like a lot of people have taken a break mentally. Like for example, um, UNC Chapel Hill head oh, coach, gosh. head coach Mike Fox at uh, baseball team, mm -hmm. awesome record. I mean, he he was a second baseman there, and then um, he just became a head coach later on. But good coach. He's I, I don't know how old he is, but he's I mean, he's, he's probably up there. He's probably yeah, like he's probably, 60, 50. Yeah, but he said he's gonna he was retiring this year. Because oh, really? he's taken a break. He took a break mentally <laughs> from all the the hectic schedule. Yeah. And he's like, his statement was, I need to take time. Or like, I realized during this time, I'm going to, it's time to be a full-time grandparent, a full-time husband, a full-time mm. everything. Yeah. So it's just, it's relaxing. And I guess we get to see more of what's out there other than sports all the time. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can't imagine being a college coach. I mean, there's so much stuff you gotta deal with. I mean, of course you have like administration behind you that runs like travel schedules and like getting meals to players and treatment and well, that's player stuff. But I mean, you gotta make lineups. You gotta every day. You gotta run practice. I mean, it's it's a lot. And then you got potential prospect players that you gotta go scout and stuff. So yeah, it, it's definitely draining. I but when you said UNC, I was like, and I said. Ugh. Oh, it, was like, yeah, yeah. it was because of the like they just went or they they came back to school and then they're just going on they're going online now because there were a ton of cases there or something mm 
-hmm. And I think I think that's going to be the case for most big schools around. I mean, Notre Dame, you got UNC, Notre Dame, uh, ECU, ECU, Virginia State, you say? No, no, Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, ECU, our coach told us they had like a 400-person party. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, just be smart out there. I mean, hopefully you guys aren't partying. If you are, just do it with the mask. I mean, be smart. I mean, this crap sucks, so... I think I've had it before. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I always I, I said that like three episodes ago. But yeah, it, it's really not anything fun to have. So I mean, just do your part. Wear a mask. Have, have this stuff end so we can get back to normal. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe some good good innovations will come out of this time. I don't know because I mean everybody's got free time on hand. New stuffs happening. I mean, you saw what SpaceX is doing. Have you seen like all their stuff? I don't know. Just that's a whole nother story. I mean. But yeah, I mean, stuff's improving even though times are bad, but I mean, yeah, hopefully more good comes out of it than bad, but do your part, wear a mask. Yeah, we don't want to prolong this. Mm -hmm. Gonna switch gears. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> gonna switch gears. We're gonna talk about the 3-0 count, uh, Tatis Jr. 3-0 mm -hmm. count, bases loaded, it was eighth inning. They're up by seven. Against the Rangers. This is Major League Baseball. They were playing against the Rangers, I think, just like two days ago, three days ago. Um, if, do you want to explain it? Or do no, you... no, I mean, you got it. So basically, there's this up-and-coming up and player named Fernando Tatis Jr. He mm -hmm. plays shortstop for the San Diego Padres. Uh, he, he's, a really, he's a really good ball player. He's just, I think he's changing the game for the better, I think. Um, yeah. he's, he's fast as heck. I think he's probably the fastest player in the league. He might, yeah, he's up there. Billy Hamilton and him are close, but I think he's faster. But any, anyways, um, there's this like, so the count was 3-0, so that means there's three balls and there's strikes. You get three strikes, you're out, but he didn't have any. So usually there's this unwritten rule, which is idiotic. They, I mean, he's up by their team is up by seven runs, and the pitcher's struggling on the mound, the other team's pitcher. So the rule is you like just you're supposed to take the walk and not swing. But he swings anyways, bases are loaded, he absolutely crushes the ball and he hits a grand slam. So there's a runner on each base and then he hits a home run, so that's a grand slam, four runs total. And they go up by, what, 12, 12 now? 11, 11 now, yeah, 11. And the other team is just furious and then they threw behind uh, the next Padres batter and it, it was just a whole fiasco. And then it was nice to see he got a lot of support from uh, major leaguers on other major leaguers on Twitter they were like who cares about 3-0 swing away you're doing good kid like keep it up and I thought that was pretty good um, Trevor Bauer is a pretty advocate a pretty big advocate mm -hmm. for him and uh, all the MLB's wrongdoings Rob Manfred oh, <laughs> shame on him we're um, not trying to call everyone out <laughs> yeah we oh no Rob Manfred is, is a joke he's ridiculous he's the MLB commissioner he's just didn't find didn't find the Astros for cheating or to give them any punishment, but then he says players can't wear cleats to support Joe Kelly, who got suspended more games than the Astros did for cheating. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just baseball stuff. But yeah. go, what, what's your take on it? Well, three zero count. You don't know. Three zero count. What what do you do when you get up to the box? Are you thinking about getting on? What what's the whole point when Ooh. you're up to the box? That's a good. What's yeah, that, that whole point? Yeah, no. When you're up to the box, I mean, you want to get on base yeah. any way possible. I mean, uh -huh. hit by pitch, it doesn't matter. You want to get on base. Um, I guess it depends on the situation. Base is loaded, 3-0. I don't know. I mean, like. I, well, how many outs were there? That's the thing. We don't know. Uh, I don't know how. 
I want to say there were like two, but I, I have no idea. But usually if there's not bases loaded 3-0, your coach is just going to either give you the green light. If you're a good hitter, that means you swing away, I think, right? Yeah. Or he's going to tell you, hell no, don't don't swing the bat because you're not going <laughs> to you're gonna make contact or just to try and get on base. But, yeah, the whole thing is get on base. So, yeah, um, yeah continue with what you're going on. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I coached with Keith Newcomb with the 13U travel team, and then Connor helped me out also. Sometimes. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, but um, – Coach Newcomb says, 3-0 count, you're up there to hit. And uh, I coach third base on that team, and I say that to the kids all the time. You're up there to hit. Mm -hmm. They watch a 3-0 count. They take, they take. Sometimes it's close, sometimes it's far, whatnot. I can tell, or like, I'm pretty much, anyone can tell, even if you don't play the sport. Mm -hmm. If you take the pitch and you don't look like you're ready to hit just because you're trying to walk. Right, yeah, no, and I mean, you're up 3-0. That means you got two, at least two pitches yeah, two pitches to work yeah. with. Uh -huh. So I mean, if you if you're up three zero and you fall behind down to three two, so that's three balls, two strikes. I mean, that's just a terrible spot. I mean, you're up three zero. You're either gonna walk or he's gonna throw a ball that you're able to hit. Yeah. So I mean, you're in the perfect position right there. But then if you fall down three two, then I mean, it's either gonna be a ball or you're gonna swing. There's just so much. Three zero is perfect place to be because you know there's only two outcomes that could happen. Yeah. You, it's either going to be a ball that you're going to hit or it's going to be a ball that takes you to the next base. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just think it's ridiculous that, I mean, they're, they're major leaguers. They're literally the best ball players in the world, and they're telling them not to swing on a 3-0 pitch just because the other pitcher is struggling and their team is up by a lot. It, it just makes no sense. I mean, if you're in the major league, you pitch, you don't, you don't pitch – you don't give the guy three balls in a row. That's that's your problem. <laughs> you, don't, you don't complain. Like how the batter's not controlling your pitches, but I don't know. I, I think it's just a joke. I mean, they're the best players in the in the world. You throw three three balls. I mean, that's your problem. Yeah. You got you got to be better than that. I mean. Uh -huh. I mean, anyways, pitchers aren't supposed to throw balls. I mean, you got to throw strikes to the majors yeah, at any level. Throw it I mean, the plate. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting, but. Yeah, go, go Tatis. I'm all, I'm all on his side. Uh huh. He saw the opportunity. He took it. Mm -hmm. Three zero count. He doesn't care. He takes takes a good hack. Boom. That's a home run. Oh well. Yeah. Or he takes a good hat. Boom. That's a uh, line out to second. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least he took a good hack on yeah. it. I mean, he's going up there with a plan. I'm up there to hit. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna let you take that away from me because right. I'm up there to help my team win. And if that's just taking balls and I'm gonna look strike three from a three zero to a. 3-2 and then uh, backwards K, so like you you look and then you strike out, that's on you. But he's up there because he knows that he can help the team win. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be passive because who knows, next play he might get injured after the whole season. Right. I'm not going to be passive. I'm going to go up there with a plan. I hit the ball. I, we score. And if it's a bad thing for winning, that's a bad thing for winning. Yep. But if it's a good thing, then it's a good thing. At the end of the day, with a 60-game season, you're trying to win. Yeah. So... I understand you're not trying to piss down someone's throat, mm. but if you're trying to win for the team and you're not disrespecting anyone, he didn't do a bad flip, did he? No. He didn't mm. stare no, he, down. He didn't even do anything. He just did like a, a mm. it was the most casual like home run celebration I've ever seen. And then yeah. they made him freaking apologize after. Mm -hmm. Like I, I didn't really hear the press conference. I just knew, I just heard he apologized. I mean, that's silly. It's so silly. Yeah, you, you did what you were supposed to do. <laughs> so apologize now. Like, give, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, the game, some people, I listened to uh, a video with Bill Ripken on, I don't know, this MLB morning show. And he said, and like, and 
Well, ties with Eric Cressy also, because Eric Cressy, a baseball trainer, he talked about the same thing. The game hasn't changed. It, it's not like everyone now is throwing 97. They couldn't do that before. Right. People, that happened before. The game has stayed the same in terms of speed, in terms of everything. People hit home runs. People hit home runs. People steal bases. That just happens. But, I mean, you're up there to win. You're up there to hit. And if, I guess the only thing that changed now is just, I don't know, you bat flip now. That's a big thing. Yeah. Or there are just terms for it. But, I mean, it just it just so happens that that's how the game is termed. That's how the, the terms are coined. But you're up there to win. You're up there to compete. Mm. If you don't want to compete, then I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and after he hit the grand slam, I think they they've hit four in three games, I think, or something. I don't. The Padres are on the freaking roll. I, I don't. Yeah, if they hit four. I just saw it on Twitter. They hit four grand slams in like four games. So, yeah, they're they're on a roll for sure. Yeah, and um, I, in the next game, Tati stole a base from mm. second to third, and uh, they were up by like six runs. Yeah, yeah. I, they were up by a lot against the Rangers again. Mm-hmm. He yeah. saw the opportunity. He took it. I mean, that's, how, that's just how it is. Are you, are you going to wait for the opportunity in life coming at you? Are you just going to wait for the best opportunity, or are you just going to keep on going after it? Because you don't know what else is going to come next. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take a walk. You don't want to strike out looking. I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I got the next at-bat. I got the next game. Oh, mm-hmm. flip the switch, reset. I'll just keep on getting after it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the way he sees the game, and it sure. clearly shows. Yeah. Hits, runs, steals, throws, dives. Mm-hmm. He does whatever he can. If he gets injured, he gets injured by diving for a play, trying to help the team win. He's a baller for sure. Yeah. But he's not going to get injured, I guess, getting to a brawl, and that's on him. But it's just he gets after it, and I think that's how it's supposed to be. They're supposed to get after it. Yeah. But yeah, good deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In other sports news, the Caps just got eliminated. Eliminated, eliminated. Yeah, eliminated last night. Unfortunately, the two years ago Stanley Cup champs, mm-hmm. 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate, but how many more games are there? Um, that was first round of the playoffs. Already? Um, yeah. So I think there's three, and then it's the final. Or two, and then it's five. Wow, not sure. So quick. Yeah, but it went fast. But oh well, get it next time. We got a ring, so <laughs> doesn't matter. We got a ring to show for it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Anything else to add, Connor? Uh, yeah. This time, no. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I, got, I got nothing else to add. No, it was a good session. <laughs> like like usual, got nothing else. Yeah. All right. Well, the recap is to just get after it. You don't want to strike out looking. You don't want to take the chance to just get a walk and then not help out your team. You don't know if you got tomorrow. You don't know if you got tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, get after it. Mm-hmm. All right, this is Connor Curley. I'm Thomas Agla, Hard 90s Podcast. Thanks for watching. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Hard 90s Podcast with Connor Curley and me, Thomas Agla. Follow us at Hard 90s Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Connor is at underscore curly 16 for twitter and curly l underscore 19 for instagram that is k-i-r-l-e-y and me thomas agala is at agala thomas for twitter and tagala underscore 21 for instagram that is a-g-u-i-l-a thanks once again for listening to the hard 90s podcast always run through the bag